Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotter. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry, my little uh, um, technical um, goodies. Radio hotter. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers and welcome to yet another special episode of Radio Hot Lab. We're on the fourth day of Classic Adelaide. Up in the hills, JP, where are we mate? And um, we're right up the top of the Cherry Gardens turn off on the uh, main road back in the Coromandel Valley. And uh, there's a nice old Vauxhall uh, just gone past there. Not really on the gas too hard. Lovely view out uh, from the hills out to the city and the sea. It certainly is. It's a beautiful spot here. We're actually up the top. We came up the top of Oak Ridge Road and we've just walked along through um, just the top here and uh, the Cherry Gardens Road's off to the right-hand side and then they drop down to uh, Black's Road and then down into Coromandel Valley from here. As a little Alpha GDV comes around the corner. 544 in the modified special class. Uh, yeah, the guys have got to be very, very careful coming through here because uh, it's a downhill and a little bit off camber, um, and they can't go too wide because there's nothing, there's nowhere to go basically. No, there's a couple of trees between us and them, and that's where we've decided to hide out. We were going to go the other side of the road, but we've been told there's a head. I mean, beg your pardon, a, uh, a Hitler. You so can't uh, say that. Uh, apparently, is a gentleman in blue who uh, thinks he owns the place. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll be getting to talk to these boys in, in a sec. But, um, yeah, there's a great great crowd turned out here today for the final, uh, second last stage of the event. Um, it's a Ferrari, the one that's actually on our media path. Love those fins on the back. Yeah, well, I think it's about a 61 model or 62 model, somewhere around there. So just recapping uh, what the day's been like. Well, we um, we shot off this morning and went down to... Uh, to um, Strathalbyn for lunch, which is a, a beautiful spot, and um, helped out uh, the guys there running the Delage uh, that Glencode Racing has uh, put together. Little uh, 2002 yep. BMW. Um, they had a bit of an electrical problem. Um, uh, the fan, the, the thermostatic fan, cut out in the car. Um, not that it was on the car when it was originally made, and that was that was a bit ironic. But um, you know, a, a beautiful car. So we helped them out with a bit of electrical uh, wire and some tape and stuff like that. And uh, one of the one of the, the drivers were very appreciative, even though they uh, uh, cut their hand quite badly. Yes, the oh, his little alpha, alpha spider just gone through. Um, yeah, he was very, very appreciative. Uh, apparently he had about 15 aspirin this morning, or maybe it was only one. That would have kept the blood pressure up, that's why it was pissing him. Yeah, well, and that's right, and uh, obviously the blood had thinned down sufficiently enough that when he caught his hand, um, there was a lot of blood everywhere over that poor delage. Didn't make the chrome look too good. Just here on the very edge of the uh, of Chandler's Hill in the city of Onkaparinga. Lovely spot. 
it is it's uh, it's stunning you've got views out over towards the hills and you can see if you look out the other way you can see right the way down at a coastline stunning spot the, uh, the, the the crowd here they're very very considerate because they, I, I noticed as we were walking around they'd already had a BB racing chair set up for you and, and just must have got ahead of you like your popularity's just grown and there you are wearing your VB racing shirt yeah it was very unusual actually but I got a big cheer when uh, when I said that I had the shirt to match the uh, to match the chair so I did very well I had another nice Ferrari coming through now Hotly pursued by an E H. Oh no, that's the puffin stuff. H R puffin stuff. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Could have been an H T, but you never know. Yeah, uh, original Holden Blue too. Got to look at the tail lights. So, boys, what do you think? Was that an H D or an H R? I didn't see it. They were too busy getting beers out the esky. It's okay. Yeah, we're going to get we're going to be nice to them because I reckon they'll be coming our way soon enough. <laughs> could be, we could be lucky. Hold on, here we come. We got a another Ferrari. Gee, this place is full of Ferraris. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. 250 GDO, isn't it? Yeah, 250 GDO front engine. Oh, that's about as good as they get, and uh, that they only one of those depreciates your bank account significantly. Yeah, it'd be worth an absolute bloody fortune, no doubt about that. And what have we got coming now? Uh, oh, just oh, for a change, it's a uh, Alpha. Oh, he looked like he ran a bit wide there, uh, but uh, you know, gathered it up at the end. I, I, I don't think there'll be too much trouble here. No, it's fairly, uh, it's fairly cruisy. It's no, no when like yesterday when we were um, on that really sharp uh, 90 degree turn. Um, this part of the circuit that. Uh, it flows quite regularly. Um, you've got a lot of long sweeping bends. As I say, the only thing problem, the only problem with this is they they do come through a, about a probably 40 degree left hander, but it goes down and off camber very quickly. Is that a 308 GD4? That's a 308, 3 GT4. Yes, for two plus two, with the Enzo F number plate. That's the one. Oh, and here we oh, go. Someone. The Jag. The Jag's making a lot of noise as usual. What you mean to say, it's all piss and wind, isn't it? <laughs> well, he wasn't going that quick for all the noise he made, was he? The uh, the, the Jag that went off yesterday was it was a, a very unfortunate incident. It was the uh, XJ220 that had come out from, from England, and it's obviously been in, in the uh, in the lockup for about the last 10 years. Uh, 200 k's on the clock, and uh, just about all over, com virtually a complete write-off. Yeah, well, there's, uh, I think the jury's out on to actually whether it is written off or whether it's not written off, but uh, I, I guess the insurance assessor will have to have a quick look. But since there's only 300 manufactured and they're not going to make any more, uh, one would expect that the, uh, the guy who owns it is a Saudi Arabian, apparently, and uh, he probably will get it rebuilt. I was talking to uh, Rowan Pinder and um, uh, uh, Sean O'Brien driving the Synergy packaging um, 1969 Stingray. Uh, Corvette Stingray. Stingray, they were first on the scene after that accident and uh, pulled over as they, as one would do in a situation like that to help the, the guys out of the car and just, just make sure they're okay. They're pretty shaken up, but uh, I think they only got away with a few scratches. Yeah, I think that uh, the driver apparently went, did go to hospital last night for a checkup because he was complaining of chest pains, but I think they, uh, they think it was just bad bruising. He hasn't actually broken any ribs or anything. He'd be bruising his bank account. He certainly will. Uh, we've got a little uh, Austin Healy coming through now. Followed by the LJXU1. It is indeed. And that's uh, 
not too noisy, but uh, uh, Duncan McGillray is a bit of a, a bit of a name of uh, around Adelaide. Uh, he is indeed. He's the uh, founder of Two Dogs Alcoholic Lemonade. Um, basically, always been a touring car, uh, sports car fan. Um, started in this event. I believe he's been ju in just about every classic Adelaide. Uh, sold the uh, business, the Two Dogs Lemonade business, to Perno um, about four or five years ago, I think. But uh, still comes on the event every year. Still based here in Adelaide. And uh, was actually uh, was invented in the. Uh, oh, we'll come back to this in a minute. We've got the little Porsche being hotly pursued by a WRX camera car. Now we know why the WRX has got tape all over the front. He obviously got too close to one of the GTHOs on a day earlier. Yeah, the, the, the Two Dogs Lemonade was um, actually invented in the, at the Astor Hotel, which is on the corner of Pulteney and Gilly Street, right in town, and is now looked after by uh, a couple of friends of ours. It is indeed, but it wasn't actually invented there. It was actually invented at the uh, Bull and Bear beer cellar in King William Street. Uh, McGillivray subsequently uh, bought the Astor Hotel when the brand took off, and that was his head office before Perno bought him out. Again, you're right, and uh, I just have to say that uh, we never pay for beers at that hotel. That's very true. <laughs> the, the current owners are very nice to us. Marcus and Jono, they look after us a lot, and we look after them with a few uh, little uh, web web thingos. Good yeah. schnitzels. I, I, I very much suggest you go in there. It's a really a great, great spot. Have a look on the website, theasta.com.au. Another nice little plug there. Um, what have we got coming now? Oh, it's Hello Charger. Definitely going very, very slowly. Beautifully prepared jobby though. Local South Australian guy, apparently complete ground up rebuild. A burnt orange as they, uh, they came out and raced at Bathurst. RT stands for road track. Um, uh, only a three speed gearbox I believe. Yes, I think you're right there. Oh, what have we got here? A little Lotus... Uh, it's a bit of a difficult one for me to pick. It's an L something. If it's a Lotus, it's an L something. Elan, Elise, Elite. Lunch was a bit of a debacle today. I, I, can, I, I reckon compared to last year, we uh, last year we were lucky enough to be in the tapestry winery, uh, one of the uh, Gerard family uh, industries businesses, and uh, that uh, they've retained in a beautiful spot. This this time we were in the olive groves. It was stinking hot. There was no food, let alone olives. <laughs> no, there was plenty of olive trees, which the cars parked behind. But the setup was a bit poor because. Oh, sorry, there was a V up V-dub hurdling past then. Um, the setup was a bit poor because the same road that the cars uh, went in on, they had to get out on. So uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a debacle to say the least. Yes, it was very hot. The dogs, uh, the dogs stalled and um, uh, just just didn't want to move. Went under a car and uh, to, to cool down as the uh, GDHO Falcon XY comes into the bend. Very hard on the brakes there. Definitely not hanging the tail this time. Well, with only a couple of stages to go before uh, the end of the event and the Galad dinner tonight at the convention centre, you know, they, you wouldn't want to break it this late in. Uh, the boys down here having a nice cold uh, Budweiser uh, with the, with the uh, Arnott shapes and the chicken crimpy. <laughs> it's just a great, yep, yeah, yeah, it's got the, it's got the buds going. Ah, it's Maylin. It's Maylin Henry. <laughs> I think she's a bit busy. She's hanging on for a dear life like the dog, dogs last night. 
<laughs> definitely the dogs was hanging on actually the dogs was hanging on this afternoon when we came back through McLaren Vale we found a few twisty bits in the wrecks on the way up to uh, up to this spot and uh, the dogs were sliding all over the rear seat yeah and they, they substituted for lunch I didn't mind a bit of a, some twisty bits <laughs> but were they uh, fried or baked <laughs> baked not fried okay it's like you know that's the difference but do you go for jets or Ritz or plazas or or just a, another Porsche? Another Porsche. Uh, not another Porsche. Another Porsche and another Porsche. It's the little uh, TR3 with the, uh, with teddy the teddy bear back. mascot on the back. Teddy bear right. mascot yeah. on the back. I, just, I think it's Steve Lewis when we talk of teddy bears. I don't know why. <laughs> no, it couldn't be anything to do with the bear's trip to London at all. Had a bit of a chat to Alexander Downer down there this morning. I said, hey, mate, I uh, haven't seen you since I saw you up in uh, in, in Darwin. Darwin. And uh, Glenn Cooper wants you to get have a ride in the V8 Ute. So we, well, we got our to steer. So before Clipsal comes up, we'll probably get you out with the Pale Ale Racing guys and we'll, we'll, we'll let you do a couple of laps. If you break it, you own it. <laughs> That's right. I don't think he was very impressed about having to own it. Uh, and of course, he doesn't own the Lamborghini that he's cruising around in, uh, beautiful little Gallardo that he's uh, entered this event in. Um, apparently, it's a loner. So there you oh. go. So don't get upset about the fact that uh, Alexander Downer's driving a Lamborghini and none of us can afford him. He's not being overpaid, he's just borrowed it. And TR48. Uh, thank you, Johnny, in a uh, very light blue uh, shade of colour. That's a traditional Triumph colour actually. My old man used to have a Triumph Escort station wagon. Uh, Triumph Escort. Triumph. As the original uh, Series 1 uh, BDA uh, Cosworth Escort. The one that we saw yesterday that was making all that lovely noise hammering through. Oh, uh, we got a nine Porsche 944. He's pushing very hard. Ah, it's Mayor Olgardi uh, for, for, from the, the old Prancing Horse Racing days. Yeah, uh, Mayor is a, um, a, a very keen motorsport uh, uh, driver and, um, and navigator, a Golden Spike uh, Oil Company out of uh, uh, Indonesia. Obviously got a few bucks. At one stage owned the Beverly, Beverly Hills Wiltshire Hotel. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that at all. Well, he put all the money together. Where did you for, find all that? Out? Uh, I've known Mayor for a while, and JB was driving the uh, the, the Budweiser car that ah, came from, from Mark Coffee. Connection. Okay, saying them all. Here we go. In fact, if you go back to the Bathurst 24 Hour, your Mayor drove drove with JB, and I can't remember who else in the the uh, the very nasty peep, uh, 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 Tom Milner's car that came out from from American Le Mans series that it was sort of retired in 2001 um, uh, from ineligibility. Um, we actually saw the cars down here for the race of a thousand years. You might remember indeed. them. Yes, yes, yes. Now it all comes flooding back. And uh, that little noise earlier on, by the way, was a Tirana SS uh, made famous by a certain PB character. Yeah, saw the PB down there. He was getting a bit of bit of bit of a media attention down there, but I, you know, I could see he was he was on his last legs with that. The uh, the the Elfin Streamliner definitely getting a lot of marketing um, here this weekend. Elfin.com.au is the website. You find out more about that. And, uh, but he was very happy to go and sign some some autographs. In fact, there was a lady down there. She had a uh, just a paper plate. She hadn't even eaten her lunch on it, but it had PB's signature on it. Yeah, she did very well indeed. In fact, uh, we took a photo of it. Uh, it was so impressive, most impressive plate she'll have in her uh, pantry. I bet. Now, uh, any minute now, you're going to be finding the boys coming back, coming, coming past uh, the, uh, our, 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 our guys. Uh, what, what are their names again? <laughs>
<laughs> Mark and Mick. Mark, Brian and Mick Pinder, yes. And Mick is the cad manager at ProDrive um, that uh, does all the engineering behind all the, all the ProDrive stuff here in Australia. And Mark is the um, a business development manager for, for Hotlap Radio Hotlap who uh, is doing a great job um, and uh, that, that business is going from strength to strength. Even yeah. if we give ourselves a plug. <laughs> we like to think that it's going from strength to strength. But let me tell you, with 111 gigabyte of transfer last month, so we're, we're going to be need to upgrade some servers. In fact, I said that the other day, we, we just bumped our server to 250 gig transfer a month, so I'm sure it won't be long before we're going to need more of those. So you can all just keep downloading. We have yet another Porsche. Absolutely beautiful yellow one. Yeah, well, uh, most people erring on the side of caution there, but that 944 was obviously in the hunt. He was a bimmer. 325i. That zingy six-cylinder motor popping away. And I'll just have to make a correction. It wasn't a Budweiser. It was a Miller Genuine Draft the boys are having over here. Really <laughs> enjoying themselves. <laughs> well, it's a Yank beer anyway. Clean. I, as I was saying, when I was up at uh, up at up at Indy with with Glenn Cooper and, and had the, uh, the 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 day up in the uh, watching the race up in his hotel suite, just had the whole afternoon in the Budweisers and that was it was very very clean and I enjoyed that. It's not yeah. a, not a whole afternoon that you really drink beer and I that was good. Are you allowed to mention a, a an American beer with Coopers in the same breath? Absolutely. Uh, The reason why you can is because uh, Coopers has a, uh, a very strong uh, sh stake in, in premium beverages which they use for, to distribute the product around Australia and uh, premium beverages had the, uh, the Budweiser contract. So um, it's, it worked both ways, not only have, have they provided them with an excellent distribution network um, in, in all states other than the Northern Territory, um, the, 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 uh, the Budweiser is also a cash cow. Very good, that's in 260Z. Two four, two forty. I don't know. It could be wrong. I could be. I usually am. There's a couple. There's a couple of genuine two forties and about two or three genuine two sixties in this event. Uh, but they're very, very hard to tell apart when they're travelling at speed. It won't be far before the uh, yes, the the, the the Penske Camaro coming through. But in the meanwhile, just a, just another Porsche for a change. Nice Carrera using all of the track, or all the road, I should say. It's actually not quite quite dry. A lot of lot of leaf litter around here. It looks like it. Uh, I hope it's not going to be one of those one of those summers where we get a fire through here because it uh, it's quite devastating. It certainly is, and we've had such a uh, wet lead up to summer that uh, I'm sure everything has just grown astronomically, and uh, it could be a very dangerous bushfire season. That's for sure. But that's uh, a long way away, and the uh, the CFS do a wonderful job of clearing the uh, the refuse from the road and ensuring uh, people uh, are as uh, safe as they possibly can be. As the Datsun one sixteen hundred comes into the corner, nice bright yellow, seventy two Datsun. It's great at cocking a couple of wheels, that thing, too. You put it around a tight bend. There's actually a brilliant shot on the website, the, the uh, Classic Adelaide website this morning, and the Datto's the lead, uh, the, the front page car. There's a, uh, a quite a large crowd down there, and they're really enjoying themselves. They're, they've probably had a couple, a couple of sherbets, but uh, why wouldn't you? Well, under the, under the shade of a big gum tree, perfect day for it. Oh no, not another Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, we have to remind that it is the year of the Ferrari. Last year was the year of the Mercedes, and there are some, some gorgeous Ferraris. Uh, Glenn Cave came over for dinner last night, and he didn't bring the... Um, the fish row? No, he didn't bring the fish row. Another little uh, uh, Cosworth Escort. Uh, no, he didn't bring the fish row, but um, he, he, he didn't bring the Enzo Ferrari either. Oh, how boring. <laughs> uh, what have we got here? Ah, oh, another GTHO. It's been very hard work. It'd be very hard, very hard work to find a, find a gear. This will be the boys coming through now, I reckon. Uh, any second now. Oh, yeah, good camera. Oh, we, we, pick, we pick a couple of people and we sort of follow them, and it's sort of easy to do it that way. You can hear the sound echoing through the hills. Well, we've got a bit of breaking proceedings now. We're just waiting for somebody else to arrive through. Another Porsche. Top shot, Johnny. Even if I do say so myself. Oh, well, that's excellent. That's what you're here for. actually cocking the front wheel there. Got a few photographers sort of uh, milling around here. There's a gentleman behind with a Canon EOS 20D. He's obviously knows his stuff. He's gone out and bought a really lovely lens for it. I'm going to be stealing that off him a little later. Has the Celica. The original Celica cruises through the corner. What sort of lens have you got on that? 100, 400, now that's just what you need, beautiful. And what, what does a lens like that cost? Uh, 3,400. Beautiful. Oh, it's a 20D, sorry, it's not a... It, yeah, it's 20D. That's the same as mine. Yeah. Yeah, 20D. There you go. Fine camera. Two. two cameras, are you a photographer? No, not at all. Just a crazy enthusiast? No, no, no. I do uh, drift and motorsport. Ah, ah, we'll be catching up with you, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? We can't tell you, but we'll be talking to Rob Kirkpatrick. We'll be talking to you. <laughs> That's good. Excellent. No, Excellent. This is a radio show called Radio Hot Lap. Oh, there you go. And it's Interesting. A podcast, so, hence the iPod. Oh, there you go. This is and, great. Uh, we're doing everything on the move during the Classic Adelaide. Oh, this is great. This is great. And uh, uh, Rob has been asking me to come and do some stuff with you and, 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 and make make Mel. Sorry? Rob knows who I am quite well. Oh, well, that's good. And you'd probably know uh, Rodney Tink from Motel. He's been uh, helping us out a bit too. And uh, blah, blah, blah. The uh, TR7 with the V8 engine is coming through the corner here, number 616. Saw that yesterday when we were up at the uh, the corner of what the Fox Creek and uh, and Coldsore Road up at near Lenswood. That's the one where you weren't feeling as well. Exactly, and uh, where I was uh, taking photos of apples, if I remember rightly. <laughs> Missed out on, on on one of those mega barbecues again last night. Had uh, seven or eight of them over last night with the uh, the big uh, ribeyes that we got up at feast. It was another another gorgeous night. Glen Code turned up later in the evening because uh, he'd um, just wanted to get away and from some of the, uh, the higher profile people, I suppose, that he'd been working with. Just needed a little bit of a chill out and dumb it down because we're we're dummies. <laughs> well, yeah, you couldn't go any anywhere better to dumb it down, really, could you? The money or Barbies. 
I think uh, everyone's going to be looking forward to a bit of a sleep in uh, but, uh, I, this week, but I have a feeling that tomorrow morning with the Clips of 500 launch on Friday, I'm going to be, people will be on the phone going, why isn't this done? But, you know, that's just the way it goes, I suppose. We try our best, not everything always goes to plan. Uh, we had a few technical issues over the weekend, but, uh, you know, n not much you can do about that. Especially when you're busy following uh, other events. That's the biggest problem. By the way, how are the other two websites you're supposed to have started? Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what put me on the spot for that. Um, I really don't know, mate. I haven't. My brain's not working on that area. But I can tell you that um, we will be doing a show uh, in early January in Birmingham at uh, Autosport International. Um, we'll be catching up with um, a few uh, very famous drivers, and um, also one from uh, Macworld in San Francisco. When we go over there with, uh, as a guest of, of uh, the Apple computer to. Um, take in the regular Macintosh uh, World Fest. Well, the, the great big expo where Mr Jobs stands up and unveils the latest and greatest new products. <coughs> 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 but that's okay. <laughs> Another lull in proceedings at the moment. Uh, we can hear a car in the distance. So there's a bit of noise happening and excuse me I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> we don't edit. <laughs> I know we don't edit. That's the problem. The old Datsun Stanza, one of the uh, one of the uh, probably, probably the next rally car to be successful for Datsun after the 1600, and the first of the Raideries, the uh, for Model One RX7. Yeah, 79 RX7, I think. I don't think they had drum disc brakes on the back for the first model. I think they were only drums, because I had one with a nasty engine in it at one point in my life. <laughs> As you do. Um, yeah, they're pr very pretty little car though, and certainly power to weight ratio, unbelievable. Classic Adelaide merchandise this year, so it's pretty nice. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, uh, well, there's a lot of Ferrari based stuff, which is rather expensive, I've got to say, 45 bucks for a Ferrari cap, but it is all fully embroidered and imported, no doubt. So, uh, we've got a nice, uh, what have we got here, Johnny? 944, uh, red 944, B. Oh, excuse me, that might be a 924 Turbo. I think it had that air intake on the bonnet. I, th I think that differentiates the 944, normally aspirated car, from the uh, from the, the blown one. Is that right? There you go. Okay, so he, would, would, he could be a permanent candidate for the show. Absolutely. Alpha GTV coming through right now. Very hard on the brakes on the way down the hill. It's, it's, it's pretty warm. I'd imagine the, uh, the the road surface temperature would be, be up quite a bit. But as I said before, people would be wanting to be keep it pretty careful between now and, and, and the bar. True. Uh, this is also a fairly long stage. and It's very, very windy all the way through. Here comes the Camaro. And Mark Bryant and, and Mick Pinder. Mark, I think the boys were running second in class in 27th outright this morning. They were the recipients of the revise last night, and you can see that that's, that's uh, really, really working for them. Got a lot of concentration there on their face. The 
The car has been significantly improved since um, I raced with him at uh, Mount Buller Sprint earlier in the year and um, you know, looking forward to doing that event very, very shortly. Now the local uh, photographers here who have the deluxe lens have taken one of the most uh, perfect shots of the car. Um, he's obviously going to charge us a lot for that. Oh. The that we were following down the road yesterday. It was indeed and it looked like it was going to come and hit us. <laughs> That's the wing. What do you call it? The BFO soft surfboard. <laughs> and the BFO ironing board on that one. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's that's great. Oh, oh they're wow. good. See, so that's what you need, need with a lens like that. Yeah. See, we've got a long way to come yeah, when it's. I think that's the effect. It's, it sort of Not makes it look like. Yeah, that's right. You know, cars coming through the hill. <laughs> little Mark 1 Escort. Well we've got three cars to go and then we'll be shooting off down to the next stage. It is, it's a bit like the sushi train here again isn't it? It yeah. is. All the way and then we'll be heading off to Hut Street for the uh, finale and watching the cars roll in. Uh, we've got uh, LCXU1. And I bet your partner's an LC GTR. It doesn't have the wing on the back and uh, even I know those Tiranas. Well, I'm glad about that because I didn't live in Australia when they came out. So, who ran, who ran that? Who's the guy who commentates Formula One now? Um, uh, Martin Brundle. Brundle, yeah, Brundle was the guy who did the 220. Well, uh, just a bit of in, a bit of inside information here. Tell us about uh, the XJ. XJ220. The 220 stood for 220 miles per hour. Sorry, hang on. It was the first car designed to do over the 300 kilometre hour mark, which was well over 220 miles an hour. And did it quite well. It would be 10 years old, wouldn't it? At least 10 years old. At least 10 years old. I, I seem to remember that there was a, uh, a, a one-off series that, that ran around Europe and started at, at Monaco. And I think Jim Richards drove and it was the precursor to that. It was the XAR85 or something like that. Was that sound right? Something so. That sounds very, very right. But, uh, very right indeed. But uh, Martin Brundle actually uh, drove the Jag, I think, when it set the uh, world record for a production car back in the day. Um, it was the fastest production car, because it's been eclipsed uh, many times since then. Yeah, Bugatti did 303, I think. No, 309. Was it 309? 409. 409. 409 with his new Veron thing. You'd need deep, deep pockets That's for kilometres all that. an hour. Kilometres an hour, not, not miles an hour. What's with the um, light on the roof? Well, there'd be a, uh, a class closer, I suppose. That would be sort of separate one uh, part of the field from, from the rest. Okay, who's the Drift King? Hey! Hey! Wait and find, John Hart from Radio Hot Lap. How are you? John, how are you, mate? Good, mate. I hear you've done pretty well in the, the recent uh, G1 Nationals. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 
So tell us about all this drift stuff. It's coming on pretty hot and strong. Everyone's getting pretty interested now, and all the uh, the V8 supercar rounds want them on the bill. Yeah, it's fairly huge. It's got all the big names coming in now. A couple of rally driver come in, and Paul Morris. Um, all the TV coverage is pretty good as well. What are you going to be doing next year? Yeah, drifting, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, we'll have to see how we go with sponsors, but just as much as I can, really. You might get a bit of money from Motol coming in. They're getting pretty strong in the in the sport. Uh, it'd be nice, but I uh, have to wait and see what happens. All right, good on you. Thanks for talking to us, and uh, have a great day, everyone. Well, you come up to the hills to watch Classic Adelaide, you'd never know who you're going to run into. Leighton Fine, second in the Drifter drift, uh, Nationals a few weeks ago here at Malala. He's a bit shy, but uh, we might give him a bit of a media leg up. Hope, uh, hope you guys have all been listening to it on the on the podcast. So um, that's really great. I think we'll have a whole lot of more, more fans. And you know, if any of you guys want to come and join us on the show once a week, yeah, you're more than welcome to do that. I couldn't agree more, Johnny. Um, what have we got here? We've moved... Another XYGT. Yeah, moved a little bit uh, different spot around the course. It's a bit faster here. It's, um, it's, it's, it's quite twisty, and so we can look across the valley there, but there's a n- nice long straight coming up. Yeah, and uh, you see the guys come up through the top, and then they hit the bend, and then run back down to uh, where we were standing previously, uh, where they hard on the anchors. Old Volksy coming up here, but uh, but very, very strong car. Looks like it's had a little bit of panel damage in the back. It probably reversed itself into something over the weekend. Well, very likely, but it's, uh, I'll tell you what, for an old car, it's been running strong all weekend. I don't think it's missed a beat, apart from maybe a little bit of driver error. We've got something else coming through here. I just couldn't quite catch what it was through the gap in the tree. Could have been it's an Alfa or a, uh, or a um, Datsun. Oh, no. Actually, a very, very early Datsun Bluebird, I think. It is the original uh, Datsun Bluebird Triple S. Uh, I'm not sure how old, but uh, certainly in beautiful condition. You've been a bit of a fan of Triple S's over the years, haven't you? Yeah, I've had my share of Triple S's. Uh, Pulsars, mind you. Uh, the last one I had was uh, pretty hot, all tricked up with uh, cold air intake and uh, extractors, uh, full uh, exhaust system, Remus muffler, went like a shower off. Yes, uh, cut the springs down a little bit too hard because it gave me a headache every time I went in. Has the uh, beautiful silver, a uh, white, uh, a white uh, Mustang uh, fastback uh, cruises by. It's really getting to the, the pointy end of the game here. It's uh, compressing up the speeds, are, are really increasing a lot. cars are coming off at uh, what interval are they leaving the control point at? I think they leave the control every three minutes on a, a time stage so that there's plenty of clearance in between each, oh no, 30 seconds, sorry, in between each car. Yeah, yeah, 30 seconds, but uh, you know, once you once you get out in the forest here, it, it, the, the, the time just uh, erodes and it, you just can't uh, be sure. Here comes that uh, uh, the, the, uh, Peter Cochran transport um, uh, Mustang, Tony Cochran, who uh, runs V8 Supercars, his brother. 
Now you know why the Vesco guys have got such great transporters. Indeed, indeed. Um, oh, sorry. I can I'm see you're slipping into vague mode. Yeah, I'm, when I'm trying to concentrate on using the camera, I always stuff up what I'm going to say. <laughs> Bit like the bartender, barmaid with the Stellas. <laughs> yeah, they were the wrong price. Yeah, yeah can you believe it? We, we we just were down the road and we, we wanted to have a, like a, a cleanser, and um, uh, we wanted a, a large one. And she said, "Well, you can't don't, can't have large ones." So I said, "Well, we got the glasses there, so we don't have a price for them." So um, obviously uh, they won't be going a long way in business. But we we thank them for their hospitality. GTV. Yes, I remember that uh, that was uh, those cars were campaigned at Bathurst about um, oh, in the late uh, 80s, and there was a very very nasty accident with Gary Leggett uh, across the top with in Philomie Park. Comes the big yellow Monaro. There aren't, aren't as many Monaros uh, as there usually have been. Steve Code in the uh, the orange HQ is not here this year. Good to see it's not just the boys out watching. There's a few a few honeys around, and uh, that's you know that's good for everybody. <laughs> that's motorsport. We wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, well I think we probably need to head off to Hart Street now for the uh, uh, for the finish of the event. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be coming back with our regular show Wednesday afternoon, and uh, probably recapping what's going on. We'll probably find out a bit of uh, goss tonight at the Galar Performance Dinner at the Convention Centre, and. Um, should be great. So thanks JP for, for all your effort this week. No worries mate. And uh, yeah, thanks to you too. It's been it's been fun even though I've done all the driving. And remember, we don't edit. <laughs> Hut Street, the final destination for Classic Adelaide 2005. Mark Bryan, 436 Camaro, come home second in class and looked like you could be in the top 20 outright. Yeah, it looks like it's been a big event for us this year after the tragics of last year. Um, yes, it had been a bit of a tough event with the fan belt flying off and the, uh, your broken radiator hoses, but then that's about all about preparation. Yeah, but when I say what the edge was, I think today was a big day and the edge was those roast ribs last night. Yeah, you're carrying a bit of extra weight in the car today, I noticed that, but uh, you know, a little bit of weight helps when it was raining. Just in case they weigh us because we're in the top three, you see. Uh, uh, Radio Hot Lap was uh, on, on the second last stage there across the top of the mountain and we watched you coming through the corner. There was a lot of look of concentration on your face. Uh, how was it from your perspective? I was working very hard today. Today in the seat, I must say, it's probably been the hardest I've ever... Uh, this is the first time, I've, sort of second time I've navigated an event and it's the hardest we've both ever driven today. Because well, the pressure was on to come out. Well, there's a trifecta coming up when you... Uh, and you don't know it, but you're sitting in the other seat when we go to Mount Buller. That's right. There's a certain person who might not be looking out the window this time. And you couldn't have done it all without your co-driver and, and driver. In fact, the both of you uh, the swapped, uh, swapped driving roles. I believe you started the first day and did the third day. And Mick Pender from ProDrive, you've uh, come home and made in the top 20, I think it could be, and second outright in class. Very exciting, John. Very exciting. Saw the uh, saw the young bloke over here uh, uh, looking down and not looking out the window. I've told you about that before. Yeah, and, uh, he likes to read the paper. Hey, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I was reading the paper though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit slow for him. He likes to read the paper. He just likes to arrive in a in a gentlemanly manner. Mick, you were telling me earlier that you had a few hairy moments in the last couple of stages. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. that the uh, tyres were starting to go off. Second last stage, we uh, managed to cook up the rear tyre a bit, and I almost looped it. Um, it was, a, it was a bit of a moment, but we gathered it all up and uh, got it going. I was doing my job yelling at him to slow, when I should have said slow down, we've got plenty of time, so we drive into the control with a minute to spare. 
Yeah, clear. You say clear. Clear. Yeah, no, I should have said clear. <laughs> I was looking for an instruction to say we're on time, we're ahead of time instead of slow because I was already standing on the brake. <laughs> Well, you guys deserve a little bit more than clear. Go and get yourself a nice uh, couple of cold uh, amber crown lagers over there in the... Uh, in the cra complimentary bar. At the crown lager tent, but just stay in there if you're going to drink it and buy it from there. Uh, no, Penny is a very good friend of mine. Don't you start winding things up. Uh, Barry Oliver and is just getting out of the car. It looks like uh, Barry and Jim will have uh, won it, so um, we'll just nip down there and see it. Thanks, boys. Uh, we're over you. <laughs>